Welcome to part two of this out of line discussion with Frosty Fresh and Dina Epstein. How did you guys get started in social media? Um, and I would love to know what what part does social media have to play in your relationship now? Um, well, I definitely was the social media person, um, I guess, in terms of our sort of initial ascent into that world because it was part of my job. I had always worked, you know, I was a sponsored athlete at 15 and that was before social media even really existed. Um, but as it developed, I sort of had to stay involved with it, both for myself and for the companies I was starting um, because I was constantly making up new companies and trying to build different networks, even when it was just like web forums and stuff. But I've always seen the power of it in that sense, because I recognized that, you know, when I started, I was, I was doing, I don't even know if we talked about this or if it matters to what you guys are saying on this podcast, but I, you know, I, I started doing parkour when I was 14 years old and that world didn't exist at the time. Um, it was this small, like weird made up French thing that, really hadn't done anything. And so when I became like the first sponsored athlete for free running in, in the U S there wasn't, that didn't really mean anything. And there was, this was before YouTube even existed. Um, and so as it started to develop, I recognized that it was a platform to connect with people, um, that weren't physically necessarily in the same place. And then eventually to just connect with, with anyone who, who shared an idea or an interest or a passion about anything. And I think it's, it's developed into this very interesting relationship that, that I have at least with it, because I see the benefits and the, the power that it wields to do really good things. And I'm reminded of that pretty much every time I consider deleting my personal accounts, mm. um, in, in some way or form. Um, but right now, Currently, I'm in a space where I'm, I'm really enjoying the opportunity to share. And it's something that I've been more excited about lately. I think Dina has had a lot to do with that because of the encouragement she's given me to use my voice, not just to, not just to tell people nice things that I feel like they will like to hear, but to also share my own truth in a way that doesn't always resonate with everyone, but I think impacts specific people on a much deeper, stronger level. Yeah. Um, for me, social media has never really been very present in my life, um, but I am starting a new company, um, and it is an online company. And it's it's an e-commerce brand that's based on that, and so my my presence is um, is more uh, more important now, and so I'm trying to take that into consideration. Mm. Which I think is interesting for me, you know, being Dina's number one fan, 
uh, like I always want her to to share more. She's in addition to an incredible designer, she's an amazing photographer, um, painter, and I think a philosopher in her her own right. And I I always wanted to see You're more of her. Why are you always flirting with me? <laughs> I'm always flirting with you. I like you. Um, yeah, it's good. I think it's it's good. I mean, I'm excited to do it. My business partner is very present on social media, and she has a very open voice in that world. And so um, I kind of have, until recently, like left it to her to be that voice. But I do think that both of us have such a strong opinion on things and a voice that it's it. I am trying really hard to like make sure that I come to the table in that way. Mm. So do you, what, what, uh, role does the phone play now in your relationship together with each other? Do you guys have rules for, um, you know, when you're on your phones, when you're not on your phones, do you, um, have any sort of boundaries that you follow with, with phone practice in general? Well, as you may have picked up from part one of this story, we're not very big on rules. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But we, we definitely have, have, have improved practices, I think, for, for not having it as a, as a layer between us. I think it's, it's I'm just going to like say like very simply instead of in like a very philosophical way, but we, like dinner, we don't have the phone at dinner. Oh, dinner yeah. time is like time when we're, we're together, and we're like either with friends or just the two of us. And we definitely take time apart from like meals we never have the phone with us and i don't think we had to set that boundary i think we just knew that that was something that was important to both of us to spend time having a meal together and talking yeah yeah totally i i guess you're you're right it's not something we ever set down as like a, a rule it's just something we it's almost like sometimes i almost think that we don't feel bad about it but we cherish those moments as like yeah. as like our our personal freedom because your, your phone, especially when your, your, your work and personal lives are so intertwined, it can be that outlet to, to do something cool or fun or change the song on the Spotify or whatever. But it can also be a, a line that pulls you into thinking about something totally separate from where you're at and what's going on in front of you. And that's, you know, it's, it's the most cliche thing now, you know, like to just get caught up in your, your phone or to, to even hate on it. it whatever. Okay. 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 No, I, I, Dina's telling me I can go on a rant right now or not to go on a rant. Right now. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not saying don't go on a rant. I'm just saying, I think that it's that easy. It's like, maybe it's not that easy, but I think, you know, those times are special and important. So it's like, just put it down or like, if it's going to die, just let it die every once in a while mm. and that's what I do if my phone's gonna die it's gonna die and if anybody really wants to reach me like I don't know snail mail figure it out <laughs> they call me yeah because yeah. <laughs> I always have a mobile charger amazing um, I love it I love it um so all right so when it comes to um online it's, it sort of seems like it's not your main channel of you know existence which is great um but when it comes to i guess the the world of the work that you guys do and um the businesses that you've started and will start 
Um, how do you see social media as playing a role in your business life? And also, how do you experience other people who are online all the time? Um, I guess, what would you say your take is on the air quotes word influencer? Um, and, and what roles do you think influencers play in, in social media and in the success or not success of your businesses? Um, I think it's interesting. I, I, you know, I've built social media accounts, my company Tempest, you know, I built it up. Now we have like 150,000 followers around the world. And it's, it's awesome from the standpoint of like, as a company, you know, we're, we're 10 years old now this year, we had our anniversary and we're still finding new people every day that, that are interested in, in the media we're creating and in, in the, the clothes we're releasing and the events we're throwing. Like it is this powerful tool to really share the exciting things that you're doing and, and with people that have literally raised their hand and said, I'm interested, tell me more. And, and they continue to do that every day. It's just leave their hand up. Yep. Keep telling me like, I want to, I like what you're, I like what you're saying. Let's keep, let's keep this going. And I think in that way, it's, it's a really beautiful way for us to like have this sort of like this opt in to like our world and what we let in. Um, I do think, one of the things, obviously, it's been a huge conversation around um, our social media and our, our our online world recently is is what you're letting in, and and the more we live online, the more it's easy to choose. Oh, I like the way that this guy talks about this, or I like the way that this this company presents itself, or I like how these people look this reason and i can only see them and i can only see that world and it's easy to strip it down to these beautiful beautiful worlds that that are so isolated and, and contained within themselves so the role of social media um uh to create change and affect change right now um my new company is uh, approaching the se sexual wellness space and that's something that everything that we were talking about before is hard subject for a lot of people, but it doesn't have to be, and it shouldn't be, and it should be part of our everyday, and social media is something that's everyday and a constant, and it is a space where there is so much room for good, and for people to, like, give their opinion and affect change, so I see it as a tremendous positive, and I think that people are, do want to talk about this, and they do want to share their feelings, and what they think is going to create a better fill in the blank, you know, and that's part of that. Mm. Mm. There's something about, like you were talking about the idea of influencers and um, I obviously got into the space of how, how we can isolate ourselves. But I think that there is a responsibility of, of people in these positions to, to try and and create that change that Dean is talking about by bringing in the reality and the the, the wholeness of, of human existence in and sharing it with uh, with people that that are looking to them for understanding, even if you know they're following to look at their fashion tips or their photography or their new company, they're also gaining world perspective from it. That is a part of their worldview, and if you are protecting them from reality by only 
giving like a little piece of it, then you're you're not really you're not really owning up to your responsibility. I mean, I read the most ridiculous article the other day about a girl who was she was like filing for bankruptcy or something because she was like ten grand in debt from trying to live the perfect influencer lifestyle. You know, she was like. And her complaints were like, oh, I only bought these clothes and these bags to take pictures. And I only went on this this trip so I could shoot it for my feed. And, and all I could think was, you still, you got all these beautiful things in your life. And you, you had all these amazing experiences. And and like 10 years ago, we would have just said, oh, this person, they just, she just quit her job and spent 10 grand like traveling the world and like just taking beautiful pictures of amazing places. And we would celebrate that. Because it's like a bold, brave, kind of stupid move. But now it was like, oh, this was a poor business decision and she wasn't being real because she was just trying to show this light that didn't exist. And and if, if people were were giving that, that sense of reality more, I think that we would have a better understanding of the world that we live in. And maybe we wouldn't be stuck with the president we have right now or this, the nation, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Maud's doing that I respect so much is – is it's taking something that is difficult to talk about and it's bringing it to uh, a broader audience. It's letting people see that it can be comfortable and beautiful and, and easy to talk about. It can be stress-free and it can be fun. And, and I think that's, that's, that's one of the things that I, I get so excited about when I see the work that, that Dean is doing and how it's presenting itself um, online because that is how people are connecting with it. Mm. Yeah. So Dina, can you tell me a little bit more about, um, your vision with Maud and, and kind of like, um, what your hope is for the sexual wellness space? Okay. So Maud is launching, uh, the beginning of April. It's an e-commerce company. And our goal is to make sex simple, modern sex essentials that simplify our sex life. We're direct to consumer with strategic partnerships, um, with different hotel groups and really we're not trying to tell anybody what sex looks like because sex is different for everybody. We just want to give everybody the tools in order to make them feel safe and comfortable and start these conversations. You know? So one of the things that we say is uh, it's every day and we want to make it, you know, we want to make it morning and comfortable and light and to celebrate the spectrum yeah. of, of human sexuality. You know, the product line that we're coming out with should be part of your everyday life. And this company is for everybody. We're a non-gender company. We, we talk to all humans like human beings. And this is a human experience. This isn't for women. This isn't for men. This isn't the big companies that have been around since forever that just control the marketplace. And this isn't the new brands out there that are only talking to a specific segment of the population, mainly women that are 24 years old. Right. But that is definitely part of it. Mm. Mm. No, I love it. I can't wait. I'm so excited and and we're so ready for it. You're so right. It's like there is a gaping need for this kind of thing and for for it to be provided and to be provided beautifully. And I, I love what I've seen um, of what you guys have already created. And I can't wait to see where it goes. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. We're really excited we know that we're doing something that is going to be lasting and be around for a long time so Mm, yeah on that note of of risk taking um so i collaborate with uh cat footwear 
with my podcast. And the reason that it's such a good fit for me is because they really support and are advocates for risk taking. So I know that you've just been talking about your whole relationship and how you guys are risk takers and you don't really play by the rules and you don't really have rules. And even when it comes to this part of your of your life where you're about to launch a, a huge brand, can you guys tell me about how each of you take risks in your professional life? You know, maybe either a practice that you that you like to have or if you're not into specific you know, rule following when it comes to your professional life, just sort of a time where you took a risk and it really, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. We just picked up and moved to New York so that we could start this company. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I can, I can certainly say from, from my standpoint, I dropped out of college. I traveled the world trying to be a professional in a sport that didn't exist yet. And now I, continue to take new opportunities and create new challenges for myself in worlds that I'm not fully comfortable in or aware of, Mm. you know, like taking like these, these jobs or creating these jobs if they don't exist because they're something I'm interested in or I'm passionate about or I'm, I'm excited about, um, definitely doesn't always, leave you in a position where you have a lot of guarantees, um, especially like financially. Mm -hmm. But I think the one thing that I've come to realize, and maybe this ties back into some of what we talked about in part one, is that just because something was done one way before or even for a long time doesn't mean it's the right way or that it's the best way. It's just the way that it, it had been. Or maybe it worked for someone else or it worked in the past the way things were, but that doesn't mean it's always going to work. And for the, in most cases it's not because just like us, just like people, the world is changing every day and every day we step into a new world. And a lot of times if you don't know the answer to something that, that you, you, you're most likely not alone there. There might not even be a single person who does know the answer because there might not be one yet. Mm. And if you're trying to do something really innovative and new, everything that you feel in your heart that you should do might be a really bad idea. But nobody ever changed anything by just doing good ideas. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say anymore about risk-taking. I think that everything that I do is is a risk because it all comes from the heart. It's all stuff that I care deeply about and I, and I want to affect change on a big scale. And that's why I'm here right now doing what I'm doing. Um, it's just even hard. It's hard to even like go there because I think that, that right now, like there's just so much that um, it's just, I don't even know what to say right now because it is so it's stressful in the way that like, everything that we're doing that is, does feel very purposeful. And so um, I don't know if it's necessarily risk, but it has to do with more. When, one of the questions earlier when I said, like, when we were talking about salmon and making dinner, I feel like that's kind of it. It's more like when I think that I can't do something, it's like proving myself that, like, we can do this and we can make things happen is important to me. And so it's more just 
every day, the way that I choose to live and less about these individual moments that are considered risks. Mm. I mean, to talk about Dina from, from a husband's perspective right now, I know that Dina puts as much of her heart into her business as she does into her art, into her relationship and into herself. And that is a risk. You're putting yourself out there every single day with uh, a company that, that could change the world with your beliefs that you're trying to help share with people and the, and the love that you're putting into everything that you're doing and the way that, you know, the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. So. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Full circle. I like it, Frosty. Yeah. So, um, last two questions. Um, what do you guys do for self care? What do you guys do when you aren't working and you aren't hustling and you aren't stressed and you just want to love on yourself? I love on myself. <laughs> Probably orgasms. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, literally. No, like self love. I'm into it. Really important. Uh, it's good for you. It is good for you. It is good for you. That's why it's good for you. It it's stress relieves. Like it's amazing. Um, and I feel like being connected with yourself in that way again is like such a good thing. Um, I like to like I like movement, and I'm not I don't move the way that Frosty does. Obviously, he's a professional at moving around, but like I love to stretch and I love to like um, take a bath and just things that have to do with my body because I think that I mean for me I hold a lot of stress there and I can like see it in my neck when my shoulders go up and I'm like oh shoot I need to just like get up and move around. Maybe that's why sex is has like why I like to keep it part of my every day as much as possible because it does have to do with like that physical release that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, it's a nice sink too for mm-hmm. us to like get back on the same sort of level, if not in all the ways, like in, in one way and from there you can build build a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think any of these things are like they're all types of meditation. I'm a big fan of especially like active meditation. And I think that's what, you know, a lot of athletes get into dancers and, and, um, people who use their, their body, they, they find these spaces of active meditation. And I think you can, you can find ways to, to ground yourself, but also to release yourself. Mm. It's really not only positive, but necessary. I'm working on breathing. I'm not there yet, but I'm trying. I like it. Yeah. I try. I do it pretty much all day, every day. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Glad to hear it. And, and, and meals. I do think you said that before, but I, you know, like we, we talk about it all the time and I don't know why I didn't think of it when you brought it up, but it is so important to like have a good meal. Mm. It's like, it's like a time where you set down to do something that's, it's like fully necessary and, and important for you as like a human living organism. And then also on this, this deeper level, you have to feed your soul. And, yeah. and you always remind me to do it. But I forget. I never mm. Yes. <laughs> food, 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 food yeah. is my love language. Not, no doubt about right. it. 
(laughs) (laughs) So what's something that each of you believes that you have in common with every other human being on the planet? You want me to go first? Mm -hmm. I believe that like all other human beings on the planet, I have many questions still left unanswered. Ooh, good one. Belly buttons. Ooh, nice. (laughs) Went for the body. (laughs) You know what? No, I mean, I think that I want to say, I want to say that I think I have the ability just like everybody else to like smile or at least make myself smile because, you know, we said in the beginning, like finding being comfortable with yourself and making happiness from within be a priority in the beginning is something that's going to lead you to greater happiness overall. And I really do think that anybody can make themselves laugh, even if they try. And my mom used to say, just to tell my sister and I to just start laughing. She was like, just start laughing. Even if you're not happy, start laughing. If the next time you're crying, seriously, start laughing. And then I guarantee that by the time that you're finished, you're going to actually be laughing because you can't start with fake laughing and not actually laugh. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I'll get back to you. You've been listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee. Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using Out of Line Podcast and let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season. Hit subscribe to get the next episode on your mobile device when it drops next week. And if you love what you heard, please whip out a review, will ya?